Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Like she is always aware of the soul and what the soul requires and desires and what the soul is passionate about and strives for. And the wild woman is always ready to pounce on any opportunity where the soul gets to be unleashed. Be fucking free. Like, feel your feelings. Feel all of them. And don't, for one second, think that fear is your operator because it's not. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to Acting My Age. So fucking glad you're here. Just a few things I wanted to pop in and say, if you like this podcast and you want to support it and support me, one thing that you can do is leave a positive review on the iTunes page. Reviews and positive reviews help the podcast get noticed and spread around and will allow more people to listen to it. And that would be so fucking sick. So thank you guys so much. If you feel called to leave a review, I would absolutely appreciate it. And yeah, let's get into the episode. Hello, lovely humans. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad to be here. This is the first solo episode I've done and it feels like a hot minute and I have my office set up differently now since I've been doing Zoom calls all the time and so it's actually quite cozy. I'm just sitting on the floor on my fuzzy rugs, leaning up against my comfy little armchair and it's quite a vibe. It's very cozy. I feel like we're just chatting in a casual manner. It's always pretty casual, but this feels even more cash. So today I want to talk about rewilding and what that even means because if you guys follow me on insta you saw that i was meditating naked in the forest the other day (laughs) and talking about rewilding and i got some comments saying can you do a podcast speaking about this and i was like well damn that's a good idea so here we are and this concept is something i just recently really started learning about and embodying. So of course, I'm only speaking from my experience in this. And I think it's really, really fucking important. I think rewilding women, connecting, reconnecting with their innate wild woman is incredibly important. So uh, let's just dive into that. There's a lot here. This concept, I think is best Uh, explained by the maestra, (laughs) the master herself, Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Women Who Run With The Wolves is her book and one of her books, and it is incredible. I'm only halfway through and I've been picking at it for a long time now. It's a very juicy, thick book and each paragraph is, is filled with so much wisdom. So you kind of have to go slowly so you can digest everything. But it is the number one book I'd recommend for any any woman who wants to connect with their inner wild 
It's quite beautiful. So this is the foreword in her book. We are all filled with a longing for the wild. There are few culturally sanctioned antidotes for this yearning. We are taught to feel shame for such a desire. We grew our hair long and used it to hide our feelings. But the shadow of wild woman still lurks behind us during our days and in our nights. No matter where we are, the shadow that trots behind us is definitely four-footed, which I love. Um, So women who run with the wolves. Um, She kind of talks about that women are more like wolves than anything else. And she breaks down why that is. But when I heard that, I just, it just resonates like, fuck, yeah, I'm a fucking wolf. (laughs) Like that feels good. (laughs) I I like that. Um, And the thing that instantly takes me into this wild nature is howling like a wolf. I don't know if you guys have ever done that, but like, ow, like truly just let it go. It's instant, like boom, wild woman. And there's this, I'll read this too. This is from the book, this beautiful chapter. So this is an excerpt from the book, Women Who Run With the Wolves. No matter by which culture a woman is influenced, she understands the words wild and woman intuitively. When women hear these old words, an old, old memory is stirred and brought back to life. The memory is of our absolute, undeniable, and irrevocable kinship with the wild feminine, a relationship which may have become ghosty from neglect, buried by over-domestication, outlawed by the surrounding culture, or no longer understood anymore. We may have forgotten her names, we may not answer when she calls ours, but in our bones we know her. We yearn toward her, we know she belongs to us, and we to her." I love that so much. Like I get, I get chills just reading that because I really do resonate. Like, how about you guys? When you hear that, like wild woman, do you feel that in your bones? Do you feel that in your body? Like, is that familiar to you? Because I believe that every woman has this piece and it's not wild, like chaotic and destructive and just like disrespectful and disregarding other people it's like wild as in completely free completely completely free and free i think is maybe twisted in today's world but when i mean free i mean free from everything including the limitations of our own mind including the limitations of our ego including being free from Yeah, our own negativity, our own inner critic, our own judge that doubts us and is is mean to us. It's like free to completely and 100% as much as possible. Um, I don't know if there's ever a 100%. Maybe there is. Maybe there is. Maybe I've touched it a few times. But free to express fully, 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 fully without any fear. It's like showing up as your soul purely as your soul shining through without any fear of judgment fear of anything it's like here i am i am woman hear me roar like exactly exactly like that i am woman hear me fucking roar Uh, (laughs) um yeah having the courage to show up as who you really are and who you've always known that you are having the courage to be different to not be 
average or normal or among the crowd, having the courage to speak your truth when that's not a popular thing to do, having the courage to maybe wear something that's a little different or be a little (laughs) woo-woo or quit that job or start that new passion or take up a new lover, whatever it is, like just having the courage to listen to that inner voice because it feels like to me that the wild woman is like the guardian. She's like the wolf that like prowls, like protectively prowls around the garden of the soul. (laughs) Like she is always aware of the soul and what the soul requires and desires and what the soul is passionate about and strives for. And the wild woman is always ready to pounce on any opportunity where the soul gets to be unleashed. And she is fiercely protective. She's fiercely protective of everything that is good and everything that is true. She is incredibly sensual and not just in the sexual way, like sensual as in experiencing all of the senses, like feeling a a nice caress on the arm or feeling a warm breeze on your face or tasting some delicious chocolate or rolling around in silk sheets or sand beneath the toes or a crackling fire in front of you. Like she experiences all of the senses fully and completely. She's not inhibited by any restrictions like of this, of this world. Like there is not too much or too little for her. She is never too much, you know, like I think women sometimes have heard that they're too much when they're being fully expressive and there's no, there's no such thing as too much or too little. It's like the wild woman just completely is, she doesn't do things. She just be like, she's a being, she embodies everything. She, yeah, she is like that fierce protector of our soul and our soul's path And she loves us so, so much. And she sees, like, she's all-knowing, all-seeing. She sees everything that we could possibly be, everything that's in store for us, everywhere that we're meant to go, everyone we're meant to meet, um, every mistake we're meant to make. Like, she sees all of it. And she is also, like, a safe haven and a, a retreat that we can go to when we're overwhelmed. If we're feeling anxious or overwhelmed or scared, She is the way that we can express ourselves so we feel free again when everything is too much and it's piling on top of us and the stresses are just too much. Like we can go to that wild woman and just just let it out, just express, paint and dance and run and bake and garden and fucking scream and howl and do whatever we need to do to connect with the woman inside of us that knows that she is free absolutely 100% free, even if people tell her that she's not. Because freedom is truly a state of mind. It's a state of being. Like, yes, we live in America where we are extremely, most of us, not all of you guys live in America. We're extremely, extremely lucky to be free and extremely lucky that we have a constitution that allows us these freedoms. And... (laughs) People are not free. People are not free here. Just because the rules say you're free doesn't mean you're actually free in your mind. That's another process of being truly free. You can be 
in a space where you are physically not free, but be mentally free. That's the real fucking thing. That's the real thing. It's like that freedom where you can go on a like hunger strike. I don't know, for days and days and days, but you're still peaceful. It's possible. It's so, so possible because it literally is all in our mind. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I watched The Matrix recently. I watched all three movies because I know there's a new one coming out and holy fuck, The Matrix is literally like a documentary. <laughs> if you guys watch it again, I don't know if you've seen it recently, but it's fucking wild. Like take the red pill, take the red pill, take the truth. The Matrix is fucking real. And I know that, like, I don't really believe that. I don't really believe in the simulation theory. I think it's interesting. But I don't, that doesn't feel true for me. I don't know. How do, how could I ever know that it's true or not, really? But it doesn't feel true. But the idea that, like, in society, everyone has bought in, they're taking the blue pill, they're bought into a common narrative of how things are in our, our mind makes our reality so for all thinking that this is how it is then that's how it is but then once you take the red pill and you step back and you get a bigger picture like you fly above and you see how things are you see that people are living in a free society yet they are not free they're the opposite of free then shit gets real so our wild woman is the one who is screaming and crying and pleading for us to be free be fucking free like feel your feelings feel all of them and don't for one second think that fear is your operator because it's not fear is a false operator love is the only sustainable way to be that's the only way to sustain is love fear no not sustainable not even for a little bit you can fool yourself and it's very exciting being in fear and it gets our body all jacked up and then eventually shit hits the fan so many i mean i think i think i've talked about this before but like our body physically gets sick when we're living in fear because we're in fight or flight all the time which is really really hard on our body hard on our nervous system and things start happening dis-ease we become unhealthy because we're living in fear everything really is connected <laughs> and choosing love over fear. I know it's like so basic. People always say that choose love over fear, but like actually just for this moment, like while you're sitting there listening or walking or driving or whatever it is on your commute, like, are you right now living in love or living in fear? Like just take a moment and think about it. Because if I ask myself that there are places where I still am showing up in fear and it's all about recognizing, being honest, taking this this mental, emotional, spiritual checklist, like pull every day, like, okay, where am I at? Am I living in love? Am I living in fear? Was that reaction out of love or was that reaction out of fear? Because when people fight, they're acting out of fear, not love. There's no reason to fight if you're coming from a place of love. So right now, where are you? Where are you at? Where are you at? Are you in love or are you in fear? And fear is also tricky because it's what keeps us alive for the most part. Like fear allows us to uh, know better than to like jump in the middle of some traffic or not wear a seatbelt or whatever it is. Like fear keeps us alive in some ways, but it also keeps us like dead, <laughs> like stagnant. 
when you're stagnant, you're not moving. And when you're not moving, you're dead. I forgot what that, who said that, but it's a good quote. Like if you're stagnant, there's no movement. Stagnant water is, is dead water. So get moving, get moving. Fear keeps you stuck. Fear keeps you absolutely stuck. Now that I'm getting more into energy work, like you can feel where people have energy, emotions, feelings, memories, traumas stored in their bodies and they're stuck. It's stuck, trapped energy and fear keeps it there. It's like the thing that freezes everything. Frozen, deer in the headlights, it's fear. So the wild woman is like scratching. Like if she is a wolf, which I think she is, she's like scratching and like pleading at the, like the cage to like let you like bring you out get you out of this fear mindset because it's all in your fucking head it's all in your head no matter what (laughs) it's always in your head you would be surprised I think like I sure was when I started realizing like testing the things that I thought I should be scared of and then realized that they're not actually true the wild woman is our greatest ally she's our biggest cheerleader She's our greatest confidant. She is your best friend. And like she is the part of you that is cheering wildly for all women, supporting women, loving women, just seeing the sheer fucking power within women. That image of her as the wolf protecting the garden of your soul. She's also like the keeper of the womb. I feel like the wild woman is a keeper of the womb and she guards it. It's like the palace. She sees that it's a palace of jewels and diamonds and marble and all the finest things in that she knows the power within the woman because the power within the woman is the power of creation. The power of creation is infinite. It's completely ineffable it's completely unstoppable everything has begun from a woman you guys like everything mother earth all life which we talked about this in the podcast with mel all life started from the sea the sea is feminine the sea is woman and all life on this earth began from there all life comes from mother earth mother earth is a woman all human life becomes possible because of the womb and i might have said this already but i didn't know it until recently like let me read this quote actually semen is latin for a dormant fertilized plant ovum a seed men's ejaculate is chemically more akin to plant pollen c it is really more accurate to call it mammal pollen to call it semen is to thrust an insanity deep inside our culture that men plow women and plant their seed when in fact what they are doing is pollinating flowers. Now, doesn't that change everything between us? It's a quote by Stephen Herod Buner. Bunner. So I thought when I heard that, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the words, like the words that we choose are so, they have such a history. And semen means like more of a seed, but that's not actually what's happening. It's like the man is pollinating the flower. It's it's adding this like special sauce to this existence that's already inside um, woman. And of course, it's necessary. Like both, you know, the sperm and egg, it's, it's necessary to make life. Both are completely powerful and beautiful and potent in their own way. But it's just the language. It's like, oh, I'm going to sow my seed. It's like, no, not really. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. 
VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, hello, beautiful. I have an incredible offer from Zola to tell you about. Join 1 million couples who plan their weddings with Zola. Zola makes wedding planning easier and less stressful by creating everything couples need all in one place. You got wedding vendors, save the dates and invitations, free websites, a registry, and more. Zola pre-screens vendors and makes personalized recommendations based on your style, budget, and more. And Zola will start conversations with any vendor of your choice, which makes it so much smoother. Zola has hundreds of beautiful, affordable, save the day and invitation designs, and you can order free samples beforehand to get a feel for them in person. They even have a built-in registry service. You can add cash funds, experiences, and gifts all in one place. So basically, Zola makes one of the most stressful jobs, wedding planning, a bajillion times easier. That way you can focus on how special your day is going to be and not how difficult it is to find a vendor, pick an invitation design, or customize your registry. Go to Zola.com slash acting today and use promo code SAVE50, that's SAVE50, to get 50% off your save the dates. You can also get free personalized paper samples before you purchase. That's Zola.com slash acting promo code save 50. Thanks, Zola. I'm reading this book. It's another hefty book that I'm only a little bit into, but The Great Cosmic Mother. And they talk a lot about concept of like how society has it twisted, basically, that we were a matriarchy for the first like 200,000 years, I'm pretty sure not good with numbers, but I'm pretty sure. And then it's only been recently that we're a patriarchy. And back in the matriarchy, before there was technology to figure out like how reproduction worked, it was thought that like the woman already had, like the woman already had the connection to the soul of the baby and the spirit. And the man was just like opening. I don't remember exactly how they phrased it, but it, it, it's like the man is opening some portal for this to like happen, but the the spirit and the soul is already there within the woman and like the whole culture recognized that. Um, so like the the children were automatically the the mothers. Um, they had the full like custody, the full the final say, like they that was their their spirit, their soul, their their baby. I'm not saying that's correct. Like, get the men out of here. That's not what I'm saying at all. I love men. Men are beautiful and sacred and special in their own divine ways. And the masculine is powerful. But it's just interesting that how societies turn and how thoughts turn. For a while, women were leaders in the the cultures and then for a while women were treated like absolute dog shit in the cultures and then now it's it's uh becoming equal and there's a balance um there's more of a balance and then there's also women you know trashing men like i hate men that's a thing now for sure like men suck all men are bad um, which is not true. So, but it's just how the pendulum swing. It's like always from one extreme to another until we can find balance. And that is the ultimate quest, isn't it? But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> so something that I've talked about in my goddess circle, 
I introduce these different pieces of ourselves and share that they can be accessed at any time. So it's like you're not alone in your psyche, in your mind, in your body, in your spirit. Like you're not alone. It's not just you. It's not just Rohini. It's like there's so many pieces. There's so many layers. Um, And the wild woman, this archetype that lives innately within you as woman, she's there. She's always been there. She always will be there. Even if you don't feel a connection with her, even if you turn away from her, she's still there and she's still protecting this garden of your soul with all of her heart. And she's always there to be accessed. Like if you need her, if you need strength, if you need some energy, if you need like the courage to just go after what you want or to dance wildly or to kiss the person that you love or whatever it is to write the poem, like she's there and you can call on her. And there are visualizations and meditations that I do in the goddess circle that I lead people to meet their wild woman and I lead them to meet other pieces of themselves. So I'm going to keep offering the goddess circle. So just stay posted if you want to join in the future. But these pieces are within you and they can be accessed. So like if you really need some fierce, some fierceness, it's like call on your wild woman, call on her because she is incredibly strong, incredibly strong. And the thing that I like to think about with the wild woman is like she is every woman that ever was and every woman that ever will be. And it's like the same spirit within every woman. This wild woman spirit is the same spirit it's like different. It's unique to each person, but it's the same underlying spirit. It's the same energy. And so it's like, if you've ever met or been in a group of women and you're just connecting at this deep, deep level, even though you don't necessarily know each other, it's like, that's the wild woman because she is there within everyone. And it's so cool. (laughs) So ways to get in touch with her. How do we get in touch with this wild woman? Well, first of all, the fastest way is to do something that makes you uncomfortable push you out of your comfort zone. And what I found for me is it's often connected to my body. So something that makes me uncomfortable or that I'm judging myself for or worried that other people will judge me for, it's those moments that when I'm on the other side of the judgment and the fear, I feel completely connected to this wild, sensual, sacred woman, this goddess that's within me. So for me, dancing. You guys already knew I was going to say that. Even more than that, dancing naked or dancing like in something that you feel super sexy and confident in and just connecting, like making it a nice sensual practice, like turning down the lights, just having candlelight, finding some sexy music or like flute, kind of like hip whistle type of music that makes you just want to like wind your body around like a snake. (laughs) That's the perfect type of music and just really like let go and you can close your eyes even and just not worry about any judgment that's going through your mind. Like if it comes, that's okay. Give it gratitude and just ask it to leave and like close your eyes and just get into the body. The mind is the masculine, the body's the feminine. So in this moment to connect with your wild woman, connecting with your body is the way to go. And that means asking your mind to just take a back back seat for a while. Just sit in silence and awareness and let your body lead the way. Let the feminine lead the way. Yeah, turn on some music and just see what happens. Let your body go. Close your eyes and just feel it. Let go of judgment. And also, uh, any music that's like kind of like warrior vibes, Amazing by Kanye West is one of my favorite hype-up songs. And bonus points, this is Very Wild Woman. So 
the other week, one of my best friends, Emma, was spending the night. The 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 boys, the husbands, <laughs> were out hunting. So they were having a very sacred masculine weekend. And so we were having a very divine feminine weekend, of course. And so we, yeah, set up candles. We had just thongs and no top on at all, just titties out. <laughs> um, no pants dance party. And we were blasting music and drinking wine and just going ham and amazing by Connie West. It's on my ecstatic dance playlist came on and there's a part where it's like, it's amazing. Oh, so amazing. Oh, and there's like a, like growl, like snarl. And we just let it fucking rip. So we were like fully stomping and like growling super loud and, and kind of like in this like warrior stance where we were coming at the mirror, like at the, and it was so good. It was so good. It felt so fucking good. And like, that is your wild woman. Even just doing that right now, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, it's just so powerful. And I think men have an opportunity to do things like that more often. Like when they're working out, they're like, oh, <laughs> like grunting and groaning. And it's just like way more societally like normal for men to groan and grunt and like huff and puff. But women, not so much not very ladylike. So it's like those times where you get to just like let out this, it's really sacred and it's powerful. So that's my other tip. It's like sensual hip inducing music or like warrior wolf scream (laughs) music. Um, Being naked. That's for sure rewilding like step number one to rewilding is being naked because that is how we used to be like clothes we're not born with clothes obviously and we have such an interesting connection with sexuality and nudity in our culture you like you would think for a society that's so like sex forward in terms of like advertising and language and rap music and pop music and all that and movies like you would think that the the translation would be more of an acceptance of like the actual natural body but somehow that didn't translate it's like the body is a sex object and that's like about it (laughs) and it's so much more than that it's like owning your your divine vessel that is completely perfectly unique in the same spectacular way that you are like no one else has this beautifully unique body like no one else's hips look exactly like that or boobs look exactly like that or elbows or collarbones or hair or like it's so special because it's you and that alone is something to dance wildly about and so being naked first of all at least in my experience like it's uncomfortable it's like why am I why am I naked? Like, this isn't, where are my clothes? Where's my rope? Like, I need to cover up. Getting past, like, acknowledging those voices and then getting past it and being like, no, like, this is me. It's so beautiful. And just meeting your body in, like, a, in a fresh way. Looking at your body in the mirror with fresh eyes and, like, truly meeting it for the first time. Like, just rubbing your arm and, like, rubbing your, your chest and, like, holding your boobs. <laughs> not in a sexual way, just in like a, oh, like, hi, boobs, like, I love you, rubbing your belly, like, rubbing your thighs, and just connecting with this body that does so much for you every day, and oftentimes doesn't get much gratitude in return, and it's, it's like mind, body, spirit, they're all separate, but they're also all one, and 
connecting to that body in a profound, like deeply grateful way is one of the fastest ways for a spirit to come alive and for the mind to silence, at least in my experience. And so being naked, your wild woman loves that shit because she's always naked pretty much. Like I imagine her as a, like she maybe has a little like scrap of fabric over here and there, but she's mostly naked. (laughs) She's for sure barefoot. And yeah, she loves it. So being naked, bonus points, dancing naked in the mirror or just dancing naked around the house, sleeping naked. That's something that I shared about on Instagram. I've only been able to start that recently. I never felt safe enough subconsciously to sleep naked, even though I knew I was safe. Um, And that is connecting with my divine feminine and connecting with my wild woman. Like through that, I've been able to now sleep like a damn baby naked, but I never could before. Bonus, bonus points, masturbating in the mirror. It's a real, it's a real practice guys. And there's a lot, oftentimes a lot of resistance with that because it's like, that's uh, objectively, that might be strange. Like, why would I do that? That's kind of weird, but it's very different energy than uh, masturbating in the shower where no one can see you or masturbating under the covers quietly. Like whenever there's a spare moment, it's like, no, like this is owning, this is owning the sacred sensuality. It's like, this is my body. This is my vagina. This is my creative center. This is my creative energy. The sexual energy, as we talked about in Alec podcast with Alex, it's extremely powerful and it's nothing to be ashamed of. So really if you say that, like, oh, my sexuality is nothing to be ashamed of. If you can say that now, I encourage you to put in practices to truly embody that because it's one thing to say something as we know, and it's another thing to embody it. And just the practice, doing these practices that help us embody it's, it's yeah, masturbating in the mirror because there's oftentimes going to be a lot of resistance, a lot of voices that come up and just walking past that, pushing past that and getting into the beauty and the sacred power that's within you. And for me, after I did, I sat in the mirror and just looked at myself and I gazed with myself and I had this amazing profound moment of like truly seeing my body from my soul's perspective. Like it wasn't, it was like the, the reflection in the mirror was the one that was looking at me, if that makes sense. It was like a nearly psychedelic experience and I was sober except for, I was like, very with the divine, (laughs) drunk on the divine, but I was seeing my aura. I was seeing like, yeah, myself from my soul's perspective is what it felt like. And it was so powerful. And that was after masturbating in the mirror. It was one of the most potent experiences I've had that wasn't on some type of psychedelic. So there's really something here and yeah, I'm just happy to share it with you guys. Um, and of course all these things are for when you're ready, like just, you'll know when it's right, when you're ready. Um, always take my suggestions with a grain of salt. Always, 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 always. What else other connect with the wild woman being in nature, being in nature naked was like a whole new thing. I've never done that before. And I really wanted to. And we talked about being naked <laughs> in my goddess circle. And so that was on my goal, my goals list for the last weekend. And I just ran around the forest naked and it was so beautiful. And of course, I'm so lucky to have the space where there's no one there. Um, and it's Sage's mom's property. So it's totally cool. But 
it was powerful. And like, I would love to go to a nude beach or something in the future just to own it, like own the body. Because I feel like when you own the body as its divine vessel, then you can, how am I, how am I thinking of this? It's like your body is innately sensual, sexual, but it's, it's when you realize that that's a piece and simultaneously the whole pie at the same time. Oof, I don't really know what I'm trying to say, but it's just very empowering. <laughs> I guess I'll have to think about that more, but it's very, very empowering. And what other ways to connect with the wild woman? Singing, making up your own songs. Like I have my singing bowl and I've been practicing just like chanting and like humming and seeing where my voice goes, where my songs go. And it's just really, really, really like sitting in awareness and silence and connecting with the feminine, connecting with the body, connecting with the intuition. And doing something that allows you to hear the feminine, like hear your intuition, hear it strongly and loudly and not just like a faint whisper that you don't know it's real or not. It's like, no, this is what, this is where I'm being led. This is what's guiding me. Like, let's sing this note, like, mm, you know, like do, 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 do. You just, just do random shit and listen to your body and listen to what's coming up. And there's no wrong. That's the whole exercise is knowing that there's no wrong way to do any of this. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. It just is like what you're doing is correct. <laughs> it just is beautiful. Yes. Let's see what else. Um, wild woman loves being around other women, being in women's circles, sharing your hearts, sharing your truth, um, dancing with your women, you know, having wine nights or movie nights or vision board nights or just anything that's around a bunch of women like your wild woman fucking loves that and sharing your heart being vulnerable being brave mm, swimming i feel like that's another great one your wild woman loves that it's the feminine yeah i think anything that's expression and creativity but it's like expression and creativity that requires some type of personal confrontation or like not confrontation but getting past a block that's like when the wild woman is just so present it's like oh god that was like scary there was a lot of resentment not resentment maybe resentment <laughs> resistance there's a lot of resistance there and i and i moved past that and now i'm here with the wild woman and i'm expressing and i'm free and that felt so good because each time that you meet this resistance head on and like give it love and work through it it's just another yeah, like confirmation to yourself that you can do it. And there's always more and more and more layers to peel back. So the wild woman is begging for you to see her. And you, I think, in my experience, I've found that this connection with her, it is deeply, deeply primal, deeply primal. And I feel so much more capable and powerful and sexual and strong and creative and all of the adjectives um, since connecting with this archetype that's within me. So I would really recommend Women Who Run With The Wolves. It's such a powerful book. Like I learn so much. Every book, I mean, every page that I read is like a whole download of just wisdom, deep, 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 deep wisdom. Um, so yeah, hopefully this <laughs> breaks down the wild woman for you a little bit, but she is within you. She's always within you. When you stick up for something that you know is right, even though you're scared, like that's your wild woman. When you operate from love, when you could be choosing fear, that's your wild woman. When you howl like a wolf, oh, that's your wild woman. Mm, yeah, so beautiful. Um, 
see if there's anything else I want to talk about. Um, I'm going to be, when you're hearing this, I'm going to be at my second fit for service summit, my mastermind that I'm in, I guess you could call it (laughs) fellowship. Um, and so I will probably be off the podcast for a couple weeks. We'll see what my schedule is like, but I always want to give myself time to kind of integrate after the retreat. Um, who knows what will emerge this time. Last time was completely life-changing, completely expansive. So I have no doubt this one will be as well in its own unique way. And it's in Sedona, which I've never been. So I'm carving out a lot of time to just hang out in Sedona and I'm so excited. So yeah, the probably won't be an episode next week. Um, there might not be the week after that. We'll see, but, um, there's a lot of great episodes with my fit for service fam. Um, that I recorded this last month or so. So make sure to check those all out. Yeah, just stay tuned on my Instagram because I'll be launching some more courses and circles and lots of cool things. And soon we'll be launching my new website. So yeah, lots going on. And I just love you guys so much. I'm so grateful. So, so grateful for you. If you made it this far through the pod, thank you. I'm so grateful that you're on this journey of self-discovery. And I'm so proud of you for doing it because it's not easy and it takes courage and yeah, I'm proud of you. So thank you for all the work that you're doing. Thank you for being you. And I will talk to you guys very soon. Love you so, so much. Wishing you a beautiful, sparkly, radiant day, just like you. Okay. Bye.